0: You got the shell,
1: Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show.
2: This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Where is she
0: going? I'm telling you. (laughs) And she's performing the last two times, both times. There's another family that gets in later than us. I don't know how to say this in any other terms except for the the father in this family smells like vomit.
2: (laughs) Broadcasting live from the ESPN Madison studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge.
1: Here's Jim Rutledge, right, Jim? Correct. My Welcome wife was the not show.
0: thrilled with that story because we did have to go. I'll update you. We went to the concert yesterday. Wait, your wife heard the show? No. Oh, I, she. You know, the kids want to hear the show. It, it was clipped out. Alex Shroff did a good job. He's content. Pretty. I mean, content guy. He's winning WBAs left and right. So he <laughs> did his thing and and put out a. Um, a little video afterwards So then I, I told my wife She's like, oh God, what did you say? And then I said, yeah, here you go Here's what I said Because I like to give her a little warning In case out of left field Someone's not like, hey, I heard this on the show I feel like if I provide a warning It's a little bit better But regardless um, we, She was already thinking ahead on this I had not told her this part of the story yet When I uh, got home She's like, we're going to go quickly I want to get there early So we don't sit next to the stinky family And... I asked, "Were you listening?" She said, "No, I wasn't listening." But
2: so you I could sit up front.
0: Yes, we sat in front, and we ended up sitting next to a family that we know. We know their their son. We know them. They used to they come to the daycare. Good. So yeah, they're they're fine-spelling people. <laughs> uh, this is Ralston Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Monitor Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush at Coors Light eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. We have Tim in Oregon with a hot take on Jason Wilde. What do we
3: got? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I disagree with them. Yeah. Hey, guys, how you guys doing? I, the thing is this. I disagree with that completely, throwing people open. You're a receiver. You're making $18 Farb never threw anybody open on the slant. He never threw anybody open. You're making that money. You get the ball. And here's something else. Rogers was way off. His eye on some passes was completely off. And I want to say something else. I called in early last season. I said, well, why don't you get some uh, Jordan Love and some sets and see if he can play. And you guys trashed me, and that was the right call because eventually Rodgers got injured and he was a detriment to the team. And throwing open people, can I tell you, there's about one or two quarterbacks ever. Peyton Manning, number one, and then maybe Drew Brees. But don't talk to me about throwing people open when you're a wide receiver making $18 million a year. I just don't believe that. I don't think that is some ultra skill that he had because he missed so many short passes. And one of his passes, his eye was totally cocked the wrong way. I mean, he was really not... Uh, accurate at all, and I don't know if that's throwing people open. You throw that ball to the receiver as hard as you can. That's what Favre did. He didn't throw people open. Remember all those slants that people got dusted on? The only person that could catch it was yeah. Sterling Sharp.
1: Yeah, remember all those interceptions that Fred Far threw?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Swinging it? <laughs> of course
3: he well, He's okay. not throwing people open. Let's not put Harris on a thing.
0: They're both all-time great I quarterbacks. I don't get
3: only, only Peyton Manning threw people open to uh, Harrison and stuff and Drew Brees. But don't talk to me about that. Get the ball to the receiver. Get it to Josh Allen. Whip it. Lamar Jackson. Whip it. And the receiver <laughs> has to make the catch. I don't care if you're Devontae Adams and you're trying to be delicate with your prime receiver. I mean, I don't get that idea that he was throwing people open. He was missing balls left and right. His eye was off. Way off. Well, uh, thank
0: you. Yeah, Tim. Thanks for the call. I'll, Woo! Say, I'll,
1: I'll i was. He was coming in hot. I thought yeah. we had Mel Kiper Jr. on right, for a second. Right, right.
0: <laughs> I'll say this though, it's actually worse for you if you think that uh, Aaron Rodgers couldn't tattoo guys and get them open. Jordan Love ain't Aaron Rodgers in arm strength. No. There's not many who are. So even Aaron Rodgers at 39, Jordan Love ain't humming it in there like like Aaron Rodgers does. Like if it's on arm strength and you want a guy tattooed you'd still rather have yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Rogers. But I'm going to 100% fundamentally disagree with you. Maybe we're misunderstanding throwing a guy open. It's and, But Favre did it too. Like When Sterling Sharp is on the run, you hit it, and maybe you throw it like this, you hit him in stride, and you're making sure that Sterling Sharp is being led in a way that he's not going to get tattooed when he catches it. So you're trying to throw it in a way that they don't break stride, and maybe this is a little bit more inside football, but you're trying to throw it when you're throwing a guy open is that if Christian Watson, look at the Jordan Love throw. He is running across the field. Yes, he is open, and now you're going to throw it to a spot on the field that Christian Watson is going to run and catch the ball in full stride and then take off down the field. If Jordan Love threw the ball behind Christian Watson, he's being tackled on that touchdown against Philadelphia. It's not a touchdown, but he hit Watson in stride. That, to me, is throwing a guy open.
1: Or like when you do the back shoulder throw. It's like it's good defense, but you're throwing them open on the back shoulder where only a guy can get it. And I also want to comment, and again, not to split hairs, but you know, I'm not going to agree that an 18 million a year-wide receiver should just be open because we know how football works, and it's, it's not like that. because there's an 18 million cornerback I covering w- them. I would be willing to bet. That every one of the Packers wide receivers' salaries combined this year is not even half of eighteen million.
0: True. Uh, but also one more thing.
1: <laughs> so we don't even
0: have an eighteen million dollar wide receiver locker room, let alone Tim an eighteen million dollar wide receiver. You weren't I mean, I know that the Pack I mean, I know the season ended in almost literally the worst possible way for the Green Bay Packers. The only thing that could have ended worse is if that Jordan Love came in and like blew out his ACL in, in the last right, week of the right. year. <laughs> But otherwise, like, things could not have gone worse. But Aaron Rodgers did produce a boatload of wins at the end and did have that team right on the edge of going to the playoffs. And now we can write history, and this is how it goes. I mean, you write history that, hey, you didn't get it done, and it's over. And retrospectively, yeah, sitting Aaron Rodgers down would have worked because you would have known what Jordan Love is by now. But you don't trade those wins when you had that many in a row right. for the Jordan Love thing. Not at all. No. And you can't do it in the moment. Like, what that says to your team, like, in a vacuum team, I get what you're saying, but this isn't Madden. Right. Like, there's, there's, and all quarterbacks there's, miss throws. There, but there's men out there that are going out there to win football games. And if there's a chance they make the playoffs, they want the guy who's going to give them a chance to make the playoffs playing. And that was always been Aaron Rodgers over Jordan Love.
1: And was he saying that Jordan. Rod- <laughs> Jordan Rogers,
4: <laughs> that's his brother.
1: Yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers had a lazy eye. <laughs> I don't know what, what he, is he said he saying a, about he had, it. He
4: said it was cocked it was the wrong cocked. way.
1: Yeah, like what's that even mean? What's that mean? Like he was throwing it cross-eyed.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I love that. Like,
1: what is it? <laughs> He's so good. He crosses his eyes when he throws a receiver. <laughs> Cock-eyed
0: Aaron Rodgers. I don't know <laughs> which Christian. Everybody's Watson, ego takes a to? shot on this show.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I do appreciate the call. That was the energy I needed yeah, to get fired back up again. No,
0: it's a great call, Tim. I'll say this. Maybe it explains some of those throws that went to God knows who. Maybe he's throwing it to the wrong Christian yeah, Watson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers was looking one way and throwing the other, I'm sure he was trying to do the Mahomes, which was the throw. Yeah, the, the, the no-look, no
1: yeah. Classic misdirect.
0: Yes. Uh, and I think we all say this now. Aaron Rodgers, not Patrick Mahomes. Uh, what is the Patrick Mahomes of outdoor remodeling is your friends.
1: Yes, my friends at Ridgetop Exteriors. They provide the best quality roofs, windows, siding, and doors. I sat down with Bo and you know what? It's a big decision to talk of, or to do something like a new roofs or new windows. That's that could be a lot of money, and it's a big decision. Bo will make sure that you feel comfortable with the project, you know. All of the uh, quality of the materials you're using and it's going to get done in a timely manner. Not only are you going to get to be able to customize your project with all sorts of quality of materials and things that you get to choose from, you can choose how you want to finance it with their low interest and no interest financing options available. They consider customer service their number one goal. So that's why you should go to RidgetopExteriors.com and get a free estimate for your next home project. That's going online right now to ridgetopexteriors.com for a free estimate on your next home project.
0: This is Rutledge & Hamilton presented by Coors
2: Light. You're listening to Rutledge & Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. What is love? Baby don't hurt me. Don't hurt me.
3: He missed so many short passes, and one of his passes, his eye was totally cocked the wrong way. I mean, he was really not uh, accurate at all.
0: What is love? I love Matt Hamilton getting involved. That's what I love. Just an on-the-nose reference here. That's all How I do. How excited was Matt references? Hamilton when he came in, Alex, and suggested this song? To you?
4: <laughs> he was pretty fired up. Yeah, he was pretty fired
0: up. Yeah, yeah, because this is easily excitable. Hadaway, Hardaway. I don't know which one it is. Hadaway, had Hadaway. First time. All right. And this is all from I Night at the Roxbury. Is, yeah,
1: that's the only reason I know this
0: song. Obviously. And uh, what is love? We'll figure that out. Uh, a little bit later, Together. that is, and uh, Jason
1: <laughs> Wildy will chronicle it.
0: Uh, that is our Iron Jock. <laughs> Thank him for his service. <laughs> poll question: uh, Right now, which NFL team has the biggest mystery at quarterback for twenty twenty three? And right now, forty eight percent of you say Jordan Love. Twenty eight percent of you say the Colts. Fourteen percent of you say the Bucks, and eleven percent of you say the Panthers. I'm, I'm
1: very curious though on Russell Wilson. He was so bad last year. Is Peyton going to be able to just turn him around into, like, a Drew Brees-esque quarterback again?
0: I don't know. Like, that's... Uh, NFL season is going to be fun this year. Always is. Let's throw some stones.
2: The guys live in glass houses, but that's never stopped them before. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. It's time to throw some stones. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? On Rutledge and Hamilton, brought to you by Metro Kia Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership.
4: Yeah, it is time to throw some stones, as we do each and every day here on Rutledge and Hamilton. I've got questions. Jim and Matt have answers. I'll score them throughout, and at the end, we'll crown a winner of Tuesday's edition of Throwing Stones. Anybody's game today? I just gave Matt the win yesterday because Jim won all five last week.
1: But I won yesterday.
4: Uh, I don't know. I I won. <clears throat> Sure, Jan.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't think so. Sure, Jan. Jan, Jan. Sure, Jan. Brady Bunch. Yeah.
4: I swear, she's the mom. Right? she's the mom, right? Mm. No.
0: Gosh, she's the worst. Again, you're worst. militant in how obtuse you are. Like, oh, I should know. One of the most. Yeah. like I've definitely That's, seen the Brady Bunch. And I don't child. know. If I, middle uh, child stroke. I don't know if I've ever seen an episode. I think I've seen the movie, but you just know it's part of the lexicon. Man. That show Never seen aired an episode? Possibly it's. Oh aired. my gosh! It ran and aired before I was ever. I've seen I've, I've definitely seen
4: the Brady Bunch. But then you don't. How do you not get the reference? Because I haven't seen it in probably twenty years. But sure,
0: Jan is like a thing that's around, just like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. That's the you mom. Know when they use like the charity boxing? No, Marsha's not the mom. The Marsha's the popular. Who's the sister. mom? Inconsequential. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm blanking on it. <laughs> Mrs. Brady. Yeah, just Mrs. Brady. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Brady. Yeah.
4: All right, there you go, Jimmy. Quick point for you. I remember
1: back when I was younger, I watched the uh, There's those celebrity boxing matches, and one of the on MTV. One of the sons of the Brady Bunch was like, No, no, not the celebrity death match. Like a legitimate charity. Oh, really? boxing match. One of the sons of the Brady Bunch was in it, and that sounds like a terrible idea. It was celebrity versus celebrity. It was like the worst boxing you ever seen in your life. But like, but they're all but old. It, yeah, I don't no, say old he was in his mid 40s at least. Just like on the I was dark a kid, web. Kid. Oh, okay. No, I mean, I, I said when I say I was a kid, this is like 20 years ago. I'm old now. Now we're just referencing old things. You guys remember
0: Kimbo Slice? <laughs> I do actually. R.I.P. All right. I was in Miami when Kimbo was a big thing because he like got famous for like street yard street fights. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know street fights
4: like yard Bare fighting. Knuckle I, there's yard something fight. I know. I know Kimbo Slice. Nice. R.I.P. Though. Okay. Go ahead. Throw some stuff. All right. Let's get into it. Move over, Nick Cannon. Robert De Niro, the seventy-nine-year-old, has welcomed his seventh child in forty-seven years. His Jeez. oldest is forty-seven years old. Seventy-nine-year-old uh, and his, uh, I believe, a sixty-three-year-old girlfriend have welcomed a child recently, as De Niro announced. how old
1: is your old girlfriend?
4: Sixty-three. What? Exactly. No, this that. that, that <laughs> no, that's what I no. said. That's what I said. No, that's Get not a out thing. Of here. they adopted. Maybe surrogate, but it's got to be surrogate. Like, that's not physically yeah, possible. That that's can't what, that's be what I said. But De Niro announced this morning he's welcomed his seventh child into the world. When is too <laughs> old to have a child?
0: 80.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just more impressed that the that the movie star gangster is still firing shots like he was back when he made the, all the great gangster <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah, still deadly. I cannot believe that that is a thing. I don't even know how that is still biologically possible. <laughs> I know how it is for him, but I don't know, how to understand how a 63 year old girlfriend can have a baby. I don't know, Jim, you elaborate. You're closer to 63 than I am. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm trying to see here. Larry King could be the goat of this. Larry King, CNN uh, host here. I'm just trying to find out. Larry King, 67 was his last uh, child.
1: (laughs) That's child's play. Also,
4: RIP to Larry King.
0: Yeah, but his... um, Let's see. I believe his significant other wife or whatever was 26 years younger than him. So... Yeah, I
4: don't know. That's pretty, uh, pretty old. Eighty. It has to be a surrogate. I need to know more information. But yes, are you aware Larry King had seven wives? Yes, that was the whole thing with him. He was divorced was seven times as play well. On. play on, Larry King. You look like that. You got seven. Excuse me, eight
0: wives. Eight wives. Looks like Larry King, and um, those wives did not look like women who should be married to Larry De King. De
1: Niro. Yeah, De Niro. Eighty years old.
0: That's <laughs> look. It's man. too old. But at seventy nine, go for it. I feel like so clearly biology cuts women off at some point. I feel like the men should be cut. Eighty? What do you do? You only doctors cut men off.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Carol Brady, by the way, the mom. Carol Brady, Brady. Bunch. thanks the big daddy Larry. God, I
0: can't someone I can someone else find
4: it. out if this is a surrogate? Otherwise, this is some sort of medical marvel. This just came out this morning, so there's not a lot of information on it. But uh, I will keep you posted if anything yeah, that comes keep, through the remains. Keep scouring
1: of the, show. the interwebs for us because
4: this is. And I'm I'm intrigued. Hey, rightfully so. We all are. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, seven kids, four grandkids, by the way. So this child younger than four of his grandkids. <laughs> what a family dynamic. I mean, seriously, it's
1: gonna be hilarious to call what, the grandkids. Got... I don't even understand. Them. I heard
4: I heard uh, Ryan Wolersheim, who fills in on our show a lot. He said it in the office earlier today. It's kind of morbid, but it was funny. This kid isn't going to, like, his his uncle is going to be the one that raises him. Yeah. the Niro's 79, like, 18 years from now. It'd be 90, what, 96 would be the math on it. Not that? a lot of games of catch going on, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are not going to teach you how to ride a bike.
0: It's not going to take long for you to overtake dad. You know, like uh, you, you share stories how... Yeah, uh, how you're just hoping one day to beat him at basketball. Yeah. Third that, grade. Yeah. It's going to happen <laughs>
4: as soon as they can walk.
0: Yeah. Uh, De Niro, uh, got- dad De Niro might struggle on
4: those play school hoops. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's move on. Today is National Sleepover Day. Who wants to have a sleepover? No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> So, Jim, you, you, you revealed last week your daughter had her first sleepover. Yes. Last week. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, like, what what age do you start having sleepovers, and what age do we stop calling them sleepovers? Jim, but, I will start with you as the father on the panel.
0: Oh, man. I would say you stop calling them sleepovers when you
4: move out of your parents' house. I'll start with that part of it. <laughs> but what about, like, you're dating someone, and she, she or he sleeps over for the first time? That'd be a sleepover, now. Yes. At where? Like your house. So like, let's say back when I was in the dating phase with my girlfriend. But what do you mean by my house? Like my house?
0: No, like no, no, me no. As My d- house. If it's your house, then you're having someone over. You're having relations. i <laughs> are <You're> making whoopee. <laughs>
4: Uh
1: I do not like you saying that. <laughs> Don't say that again.
4: What's well, for the credit, dude? Whoopee, no. relations?
0: Yeah, the making relations. I assume that if you had a uh woman over your house overnight that you did uh, consummate that date. And that's just uh <laughs> yeah. Just a, a, an assumption wow. I, I would make there for you. But otherwise, I would say... Setting
1: expectations. Kindergarten rude. was a little young, but she... <laughs> but she uh,
0: Nola knew this person for a long time, so it was a little bit easier. And my wife has uh, cared for this person before when she ran to daycare. So I think for... I think that was somewhere in that first, second grade window. Because they're a nightmare the next day. So it's really of, do you want to deal with nightmare children? Uh, because they're going to be exhausted because they sleep three, four hours less than they normally do. And that's a lot for kid not, they don't They can't power through. Uh, like some can. They can't have a Red Bull or something. They just have to right. like struggle through and cry a lot through the day. So it's really a matter of how much you want to deal with crying the next day.
1: See, there's definitely situations where I might have a couple too many Coors lights and I end up having a sleepover at a friend's house because driving would be unsafe. So I, don't, I, I would still call that a sleepover. It was unintentional. It wasn't planned. But That's called be- passing out. Yeah. S- sleeping over at a friend's place. It, it sounds better than passing out. It sounds less like I have a problem. <laughs> all right. And well, then, actually, I will say, uh, my wife, while I was gone in Canada this last week, had a few sleepovers. A sleepover yeah. At her friend's house, they had a, all the girls got together like last weekend in are, our group of friends su- and had sir? a little sleepover. Are sure
0: about that? I mean, I don't know. Whatever.
1: <laughs> I think
4: so. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Wow, I was is, gone. <laughs> said all time off the rails stuff. So. You
0: didn't know if Matt's also in a foreign country doesn't count. Either way. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: one yeah, definitely. Promise. Their their marriage vows are uh continental United States only. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so Hawaii's Wisconsin even the list. is not working right now. And <laughs> it will not be recording this show. <laughs>
4: Last one for you, fellas. We talked about it last week. J.J. Watt and his wife invested in European soccer club Burnley. Watt announced uh, earlier today that he will be doing a bar crawl in order to gain information um, about Burnley and how the fans drink. So I ask you, Matt Hamilton, would you participate in a bar crawl with J.J. Watt? Uh, yeah, that's a one-legged duck
1: swim in a circle. <laughs> yes, you, you definitely would. JJ Watt, a Wisconsin guy, probably enjoys good old Wisconsin beer like me, but getting the opportunity to take a trip over to Europe and try some of these delicious like English beers, I'm here for it. I would ha- You would have a blast with that. JJ Watt seems like a super genuine guy because he's super Wisconsin, so I think that would be a blast.
0: What if I told you that J.J. Watt may have been the narc on those who went out and party when he played here at University of Wisconsin?
1: I mean, that makes sense. The guy's guy wants to win. Uh,
0: Yeah, I would say that based on the evidence of here. He was a Buzz uh, Killington. uh, Yes. He's retired now. Here in Madison, and I think the vibe he gave off in the NFL, not a great time. Him or Russell to hang out with. But it'd still be J.J. Watt. I would just say, don't expect him to get wild. It's still J.J. Watt hanging around, though.
1: Uh, maybe. I, I think i would be He's like done. going out
0: and having drinks with like your kindergarten teacher. Or no, they probably get after it more than JJ J. Watt. I don't know who doesn't get after it, but who wouldn't who would you
1: I would get after it like JJ J.
0: Watt got after quarterbacks. That's early in his career? Early in the night Otherwise you'd and just then be I'd
1: like, slow down by the end of the night. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Have a couple injuries.
4: Need some help getting off the field. <laughs> wow. Well that was uh that was that was one of them. But there was no answer in this edition better than Robert De Niro, shooting it like he was in the gangster music, or movies, rather. (laughs) Matt Hamilton, your winner. I'm going
1: to go five for five this week. It's going to be legendary. Sorry, Jimmy. You can maybe try and keep up with me tomorrow, but I'm going to win one tomorrow and just cinch the week on Wednesday.
0: Okay. Uh, This is what Legend Hamilton presented by Coors (laughs) Light.
1: Okay.
4: Alex Stroop here for my friends at Door County Distillery. Locally produced, handcrafted, and award-winning spirits we just rolled out. Sipping with Strofe. You can find it on all ESPN Madison platforms. I went up to Carlsville, where Door County Distillery is located, and the winery. Great tour. Great opportunity for you coming up in the summer to go take a tour up there. But I learned how to make all their signature cocktails, so I'm recreating them. I'm making them. We're giving a bunch away, too. You got about 24 hours to enter the contest. Just go to any ESPN Madison social platform Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Comment on Sipping with Strofe, and you're entered to win a prize pack, whiskeys, rums. They've got their great gin, the big blue bottle in there, too, that you can win but you got about 24 hours to enter all you have to do is comment and tag a friend it's that easy and you can win an awesome prize pack from door county distillery they're locally produced handcrafted award-winning spirits i love them because they're local they're tasty they're the best doorcountydistillery.com is their website to find spirits near you and don't forget go enter that prize pack on sipping with strofe on facebook and instagram doorcountydistillery.com
2: You're listening to Rutledge & Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts, free, on Wisconsin On Demand, and wherever you get your podcasts. I should be dancing the pain away, the pain away.
0: Drew
3: Holiday
0: and Brooke Lopez. Made the Kia All Defensive Team. Um, huh. That's gold medal worthy. It is. They are incredible defensive players.
1: I'll sip a simple lemon honey light to them.
0: There you go. I would say it is. Would we go as far as say unlikely that both of them are back next year? Because Lopez is a free agent, and I, the the Bucks have to probably move either Drew or Middleton.
1: I would say Middleton's the more likely to move than Holiday. Lopez is the guy that
0: I'm unsure on.
1: I would love to see Lopez and Holiday back and move on
0: Middleton. I think I agree. I just don't. It depends. Lopez is 35. Does he fit the window? I know they're trying to win now. Maybe
1: I. I, I don't know. It's tough to say because he had. I mean, it's he amazing. had good. Games. I agree. He's it's good.
0: just. It's just like with Middleton. Like a Middleton, I. I could feel good about him bouncing back, but Middleton's probably going to want th- four years and a hundred million. Or it's probably light. So probably three years and a hundred million. So, do we feel good about that as a guy who was never super athletic, so he plays older than he even actually is? And so, like, is that something that – and he's had two injury-filled seasons? Right, that's we why feel great i that's about why it?
1: feeling better about Holiday.
0: Right, no, Holiday's 31, but he looks healthier, looks sprier.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Giannis. His last name? Definitely want him back. Who is it? Giannis who? Attack info. <laughs> Uh, put this tweet out nine minutes ago with a very ominous photo of him. Notorious like badass looking photo here. Looks almost like the Incredible Hulk because uh, he's so muscular and then there's like a green lights over him. I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm coming. I hmm. like it. What disrespect is he? I'm just kidding. I mean, right now he's not being – he's out of the playoffs. Joel Embiid's the MVP. Uh, we're talking about Curry and LeBron and, and James Harden and Tatum and Brown. And nobody on the Heat do next. That series is just an abomination. But, like – Well, I mean, Buller. Yeah, but he's, he's not Jimmy. I mean, he's not Giannis. Like, no. But Jimmy's a clear tier below. Yeah, but he's carrying his team through the playoffs, which – True, but, I mean, we're not having – like, as far as players who are the best in the league right now, those conversations are Tatum – Embiid, Jokic, uh, Curry, LeBron, Anthony Davis, who's playing better in that series than anyone. Uh, so, uh, I, I think that's – and Giannis is not being mentioned because he's not playing. Fair. So, I love it.
1: Yeah. I like that he's hungry. And he, he he's like – like, I don't
0: blink I've for, never – I've never questioned right. Giannis's hunger. But can everyone crank it up a level? Yeah. I mean, could, did Aaron crank it up after he felt disrespected? Yeah, maybe. I mean, he played better. I still don't know if the Jordan Love thing was going to do it. He might have just cranked it up because he was excited about where the team was going after his first year, too. But, and it had been a while. I mean, Aaron won his, won his last 11 years with Green Bay without winning another Super Bowl. Maybe Giannis doesn't want to be Aaron Rodgers of collecting MVPs and accolades but not rings. Yeah, wouldn't blame him. And the thing is, he was amazing. 38-20 their last game. Yeah. It's, but tough to, it,
1: it's tough. Like You can only do so much. Even on a, a squad where it's only five guys and you play both sides of the ball, you can only do so much. Like Giannis, is, he did everything you could possibly ask your superstar to do that game, and we couldn't get it done.
0: This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're presented by Coors Light. I don't know what Giannis can do. Now, Eric Name wrote a great piece on the uh, with The Athletic that he talked about the process last time with Budenholzer, that he was a guy they identified they wanted to meet with, they met with him once, really liked him, but they still wanted to stick to the process, which was meaning you're going to sit down with Giannis, I think it was Giannis and Middleton last time, and you go through all these different steps to make sure that everyone in the organization feels good about you as the coach. So Giannis, making sure that he's open-minded in these meetings, like if Nick Durst comes in and says, I'm gonna kick you in the shins every time you shoot a ball outside of the paint. Like then you gotta listen to it. Right. Uh you know, like so just different things of you know, what are these guys gonna say uh that Yannis? That'd be might... a weird coaching technique. <laughs> right. But you know, I'm just trying to think of like you gotta <laughs> run extra laps if you if you shoot it outside uh the paint. Just because we all have the same feelings and, and maybe a new coach can come in and give Giannis a little more tough love. Giannis, that's a gapboy. Or maybe we do maybe the he sits down with Horst and they say I know you're friends with Drew. I know you're friends with Middleton. you got to let us do our job here. And don't make the mistake that LeBron made in Cleveland, which is just try to play GM. I mean, LeBron complained all the time about his team in Cleveland before he went to Miami, but LeBron handpicked all those guys. So, like, don't make that mistake. Let us help you. And so maybe Giannis – I mean, because Giannis is pretty peak right now. I'm not sure how much better Giannis can get as a basketball player to lift this team, but I love the intensity.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we say that. We say that not knowing where Giannis can go. Only Giannis knows if he can get better or not. Giannis Stetskampo. <laughs> <laughs> He's just had that hot We're going to get a just... picture
0: of, of Matt uh, sitting down in the chair. <laughs> um, no more disrespect. I'm going to learn how to say his name. Giannis
1: Stetskampo. <laughs> <can't> <laughs> yes, Drove. No more Giannis
3: Stetskampo.
0: So, last year.
3: No, no, no. Don't be smart.
0: <laughs> last season, uh, Giannis had a career high. In points per game at 31 and uh, right up there is career high with field goal percentage at 55% Uh, I grabbed nearly not fully a career high but pretty darn close in rebounds and right up there is career highs with assists his steals were down a little bit what was his rebounds and assists at per game he averaged 31 points 12 rebounds and six assists basically rounding everything Wow (laughs) Right.
1: That's a good basketball player right there, and I know NBA. And he only played 32 minutes a game, Stichempo. and I'm not
0: ripping on him for playing 30. That's just what it is now. But like, right? Yeah, that's a hell of a player. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing I want to see is less three pointers. That's what I would like to see more out of Giannis. Aw.
1: I love Giannis three pointers. Giannis,
0: that's Kemba. But you said it like they're cute because it's like a kid trying to jump. The, like a toddler trying to jump for the first time is hilarious because they can't do it. feels like their feet are glued to the ground. Okay,
1: maybe he shouldn't be shooting them, but
0: when they go in,
1: it is it, that stadium gets rocking.
0: 60% of the time, 10% of the shots from Giannis from beyond the field, <laughs> beyond the arc, they are not.
1: Okay. He's are we here to have
0: a good time? time? We're here to win some basketball games, Matt Hamilton. <laughs> Depends. It depends which team you're referring to.
1: The Bucks are there to win a championship. The Brewers are there to put butts in seats. The Packers are there to rebuild. Our butts reconfigured.
0: The seats over at Ruth Chris Steakhouse at their Horseshoe Bar. Uh, you can enjoy their Sizzle Swizzle and Swirl Happy Hour. Uh, get a great steak sandwich there. Uh, they have uh, some great shrimp appetizers. Just go over there, get a get a bite to eat and enjoy one of their amazing cocktails made by Kevin over there. Also, Mother's Day is coming up. Father's Day is coming up. Birthdays, I'm sure, around the corner. Anniversaries, work events, hosting events. Go over to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. That is the spot, Madison's best kept secret for a happy hour. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.
1: Giannis Kempo. Giannis Kempo. Giannis Tetskempo.
2: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt.
0: Seven here on Religion Everybody Hamilton. Rock. Who is this?
4: Counting Crows. That's my thought. Classic okay. band. I, One I, of I was, Aaron Rodgers' favorites. Is that a selling point for me. <laughs> yeah, of course. You love Aaron Rodgers. It is for me. <laughs> Counting Crows. They still make music. Well, they probably still tour. I
0: don't, yeah, think I don't, make I don't know if they music. put anything. Are they well. even the most famous crow band?
2: Like black, black crows,
0: Rose, yeah.
4: They're probably better. They're I definitely no, no
0: way. Counting crows. Man. No, black I would crows say counting better.
4: crows is bigger, but, but black crows are better. I would agree with both of those points. Okay. Yeah. okay, I'll let you have it. I don't know enough about crows to dispute you, but black <laughs> Cro- like you should know what black <laughs> crows are. I mean, yeah, pretty... I mean, the last actual new music they put out was for Shrek. I think. Give me a this black, song was on Shrek. Give me obviously. a black crows song. Um. Oh no, they put out an album in twenty twenty one. The counting crows did. She talks to angels. Oh, okay. Remedy. Here's the thing Mr. Jones they is one of my favorites, so
1: that is why I don't know if I'm putting him ahead of. I'm God
0: talking of about crows. ability, not. Mm, fair. Uh,
1: uh, again, I don't know enough about crows. You're the crow <laughs> expert in the show.
0: I was just, I, I, they're pro- they're, I'm probably missing a, one that's l- larger. I saw the black crows at Florida's version of Summerfest, Sunfest. Sunfest, they're pretty good. Show they put on a good show. All right, so, Sunfest not as good as Summerfest though. Okay, it is on the intercoastal there, so it is. Let's the- not bring Stroph into this. He's still a
1: little salty about the lineup at yeah. Summerfest. I'm a big
2: Summerfest this, guy. What this are you list about? is not exactly what I wanted
0: this year for me, so it sucks.
1: I never <laughs> said it sucked. Yes, you did. Half of these bands came
4: out before I was born, so I refuse to listen <laughs> to their music. Oh, that's so untrue. You guys, <laughs> you guys consistently misrepresent me on this program. You think? Yeah, I do. Hmm. I know, in fact.
1: Hmm. Feels pretty accurate, but that's just me.
0: You cry about it? on <laughs> <in> your coors? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> was that Bully Jim? What yeah. the hell was that? <laughs> How old are you before you, you can cry, you didn't about, cry about it? <laughs> it? What was that? I uh, don't flashback to sixteen,
0: <laughs> back when this song was around. You judgmental Jim, the Counting Crows. Judgmental Jim. Uh, judgmental Jim. Making music. stuff. So. <laughs> this is related <Relish> Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> like, Strofe's crying his beer over there. Sometimes you <laughs> gotta push someone into their locker once in a while.
4: Strofe.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like Strofe is one of those guys who could have used an extra push into a
4: locker. <laughs> Were you pushed into the lockers a lot? Only once. Once? Only once. Yeah. A kid a year older than me named Trent. Ah, oh, Trent sounds <laughs> like a bully's name. Yeah. Trent went on to play college baseball at some random school nobody's ever heard of. That's where most people play college baseball. <laughs> <laughs> They play for about a year and a half,
0: and then uh, uh, that's about it. (laughs) Yep, they kind of like spurt out. Like everyone I know that played baseball, about year two or three when they're playing at some school you never heard of. Like, yeah, I'm done. And they turn it American Legion ball. Right,
4: right. (laughs) (laughs) Is is that in other states? I don't know about other states, but it's certainly prominent in Wisconsin. It is so like I remember going as a kid, but now I'm like, what is? What is this <laughs> it's a way
0: for high school superstars to relive their but glory like, it days. doesn't exist for like it's not like we're all just gathering around watching which would probably be more entertaining watch a bunch of dudes play basketball in some sort of like legion basketball that'd probably be better uh, maybe you only need fi- you only need 10 good players for good legion basketball you have to fill an entire you have to fill an entire rock you need a 22 right 25 you need only nine on the field that time but you need like a Backups and pitch in multiple well, pitches. You need and stuff.
1: backups for basketball. Fine, as eight, well.
0: You need eighteen <laughs> as opposed to ten. Okay, fair. And then you keep on extrapolating out for teams. I think an American Legion basketball league would be more entertaining to watch in American Legion Baseball. Also, baseball, basically born a sin. So I can't it's hard to watch major league baseball, let alone just watching some guys Well, that's, who, that's why the Mallards are great. I love going uh, but, to the Mallards games. But the Mallards are are not a bunch of never was. Like there were like <laughs> uh the Mallards uh players like there's been uh, what, Pete Alfonso? Uh a- a- Alonzo, same difference. Uh he uh Ryan Spielborgs played there. There's been like Professional baseball. Yeah, I mean, play.
4: Ryan Zimmerman played in that league. Who the Northwoods Ryan. League is a big deal. Like it's the the best college baseball players play in either the Northwoods League, and then there's a league in the Northeast that they play in in the summer.
0: Yeah, the bigger one, Cape Cod. Yeah, Cape that's God the league. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's the major league. But uh, Northwoods League is right behind it. Uh, it. That is good baseball. You're right. I mean, yeah. I don't. I still don't. I go for everything else besides baseball. It's a great family right, atmosphere. Same. I have no idea what the happened.
1: baseball is like. The little cherry
0: on top. Right. I'm exactly. going
1: for the food if and you the are, camaraderie
0: yes, and it's, the it's, beer. And then I'll I'll cons- and I'll be there for about five innings and i'll kind of just... cheer
4: for a home run if one's a hit yeah, yeah. I, I went to a game uh that jim was at last year i think he showed up in the third inning and left by the fifth well it was, he had to beat uh, think the he was traffic there...
0: from the mallards
4: game out of there oh like I think he was there for a beer
0: it was amazing it was perfect i went there i think i had two beers brought no, i think you had two in your
4: hand Her... and then you gave
0: me one yeah that's probably right and then the guy <laughs> i heard the guy say wiener and then that was about it
4: right yeah, that's what
0: they do <laughs> wiener that's, that's the whole, that was your cue to leave. That's the whole game. Like that's Wiener. it. What are you there for? Like see, see a couple of bats. Have a beer. Maybe a brat. Chat with some people. Time to skedaddle. And then what am I doing here? I'm on the <laughs> far east side. I need to get home. So, exactly. Fair. And if Fair. you are gonna kids, it's like what do they got going on? They got a petting zoo today. What do they got happening to keep the kids occupied yeah. long enough that I can have face painting. Three innings of uh, enjoyment here, and then we'll head on out. <laughs> I think I went with the family once last year too, about three innings and call it a night. Gosh, Mister Dad. Super yeah. dad. Yeah. Killing the game. I'll say this kids enjoy watching forward more than the Mallards. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's soccer. I mean, like, it's, yeah, constantly, it's constantly going. It's moving. I'm yeah. not like a soccer Plus, fan. I, but, I like, love the Mallards, but
1: the forward Madison soccer jerseys are 10 out of 10. Kits, right? Is that what the, the cool kits, kids call Yeah, them? the kits. Yeah. All right. The design, whoever does the design work for the Madison forward and their soccer jer- kits are 10 out of 10. The color scheme's great. I love it. I'm here for it. Let's go mingos.
4: Right, Strophy? What saw, what sound does a flamingo make? I don't know. Doesn't. Give it's me a, a wrong question. answer.
1: Yeah, wrong answers only. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> 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 Ew, dude. <laughs> Swallow your spit before you do that. That sounded gross.
0: You sound like you were drowning. <laughs> What is wrong with you? What are you you? gargling back there? God. At Canopy Wealth Management, they take the time to truly get to know and understand the dynamics of your values, goals, and plans for your family. No family fits a generic mold, and neither should your financial plan. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to Canopy-Wealth.com to get started with them today. That's Canopy-Wealth.com. Zena D on the line. 45 seconds, Z, go.
4: Howdy.
3: All right, good. You better not be slandering uh, hometown talent baseball. Now, American Legion Baseball is kids for 19 and under. Hometown Baseball is the one you're talking about with the old men playing. We still got to play. I mean, we got to feel young. We don't want to be like... Whippersnappers like Jim that just only go to Carbon World Health and don't do anything with it. <laughs> I play basketball.
0: I'm saying you can play baseball all you want. I don't know why people are showing up for it. That's what I don't understand. because it's the hometown talent, Jim. I went and saw some uh, whatever this league is called in Fort Atkinson when I we, we just go to the Legion. Super fan, and, Jim. I'll tell you, you what. We love though. baseball. We love Coors Light because it's the beer of, of champions. Because when the Bucks won the championship, they were drinking Coors Light.
3: Yeah, this you is Belichick and Hamilton. It.
0: Some other shows coming up, sponsored by some other drink. This is Rogan Hamilton, presented by Coors
4: Light.